This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course... We host it on Airbnb, but you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my nine to five job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is self-storage investing right for you? Here's How to Succeed by Paul Moore. For those relying on real estate investments as a core part of their financial planning, the debate between different types of properties is an important one. Each asset class uses resources differently, and some have greater cash flow than others. Multifamily homes tend to yield profits quickly for buyers, but they also have a high rate of failure. The same goes for office and retail space. Landowners can negotiate a longer-term lease, but the business behind it may fail. Comparatively, self-storage investing is a safer bet, with a failure rate of only 8%. That is a great number for any type of investment. Self-storage facilities can be found in most cities and are often buildings divided into multiple units that customers can rent to store their possessions. Sometimes clients need to rent the storage space only for a month, while others need it for the long term, which could be years at a time. Hidden in these self-storage facilities is a potential gold mine for investors looking to diversify their portfolio. What makes self-storage so successful within the greater real estate investment arena? It comes down to a few factors, especially flexibility and low overhead. Together with increasingly mobile lifestyles, the market is perfectly calibrated for a growing self-storage sector. Flexibility, the key to self-storage investing. Though the phrase self-storage tends to conjure up a singular image of a garage or closet-like spaces, and many do look like this, 
Part of what makes this market so profitable is that it can shift to meet the needs of the local community. Flexibility is a virtue and easy to achieve in the self-storage world. Many storage facilities offer boat or RV parking, for example, so that owners do not have to keep these large vehicles at their homes. However, these types of offerings are contingent on location. There isn't much water in Phoenix, Arizona, so it doesn't make sense to offer boat storage in this area. Rather, there are standard storage spaces in many sizes in those locations, but facilities near large bodies of water or along the coast often include boat storage. One word of warning about storing cars, boats, and RVs. Investors should be conscious of liability. Unlike most other items kept in self-storage units, these items need to be insured and proof of ownership must be provided. Increase revenues by upgrading infrastructure. In general, overhead costs for self-storage units are much lower than those for residences or even for offices and commercial spaces. They just do not need the same level of architectural finesse as spaces that people inhabit. There are no windows to buy or special siding to choose from. Many storage facilities are even built from inexpensive, recycled shipping containers. Since infrastructure costs are fairly low to begin with, there is no reason not to upgrade a self-storage site to make it more appealing. For example, while almost every self-storage site uses a gate code to monitor who comes in and out of the site, they cannot prevent theft by unit owners. Consider upgrading the units to install door alarms that are coded to individual users, rather than just using locks that someone else can cut. Move with the market. Based on the community, some storage companies provide storage calibrated to wine collectors. Others emphasize climate-controlled spaces that can be a boon to antique collectors who want to protect their finds. These varied offerings emphasize the importance of listening to customers. When a customer is looking for a particular kind of storage, it is worth noting their request and seeing where it might fit in a business's overall strategy. Requests like these typically come from affluent neighborhoods where it is possible to charge higher rents, but it may also be necessary to improve the appeal of the property. In some areas, investors have changed the appearance of their storage units to better fit in, making them look like modern commercial buildings while maintaining a utilitarian manner inside. Ultimately, these types of requests require infrastructure changes. Therefore, it will be necessary to assess the facility to determine if the improvement is viable, how much it will cost, and what kind of profit it will yield. The Pros of Self-Storage Investing Let's dive into the ways that self-storage can be a great addition to your investing portfolio. Performs great during good or bad economic times. During good times, people are buying lots of stuff and need a place to store it. And during downturns, people are downsizing their homes so again, they need storage space. Garners Sticky Tenants People in this asset class are willing to put up with more rent increases than tenants in other asset classes. Let's say an owner increases rent by 6%. Self-storage customers paying 100 bucks a month are not going to take a Saturday to rent a moving truck, get friends together to help them carry heavy things, and relocate all their belongings elsewhere to save 6 bucks a month. But apartment dwellers paying $1,000 a month might be motivated to move to save 6%. A huge industry. The size of the self-storage industry is on par with Starbucks, McDonald's, and Subway combined. But the way in which things are optimally run within the industry is shifting. 
The strategy now is to buy mom-and-pop-owned facilities, upgrade them, increase the income, increase the value, then refinance or resell it to an institutional investor or real estate investment trust, REIT. Simple, inexpensive value adds. For example, adding truck rental can increase income by a few thousand dollars on a self-storage facility. Late fees, admin fees, raising rent, selling moving supplies, and putting in a showroom are other options. Makes money when buying, operating, and selling. In other areas of real estate, it is said that one can only make money when they buy. But the self-storage value formula is to buy from a mom and pop, upgrade to an institutional standard, then refinance or sell to a REIT. And money is being made the whole time. Business value not limited by comps. For residential owners and investors, value is limited by comparable properties in the area. This isn't the case in commercial real estate. The value is calculated by dividing the net operating income by the rate of return or cap rate. So, if the numerator is increased and the denominator compressed, it can dramatically increase the value of an investor's assets. The cons of self-storage investing. But remember, with every pro list, there's a list of cons. Needs to be located in high traffic area, but away from competitors. This is ultimately what will drive profitability. The best storage units operate at a 90% capacity most months, have high visibility at their location, a minimum of 20 to 30,000 cars driving by daily, and offer something of value to the community. Must meet the demands of the surrounding community. It is also important to offer the right mix of units, drive-up versus interior, and amenities, conditioned, high-security, 24-7 access, etc., to meet the needs of the local community. Market research will clue owners with what they should offer based on the needs of the surrounding community. Finding good help. It can be difficult to find good help in this industry, and most self-storage facilities are run by one trustworthy person. Many owners tend to manage their self-storage businesses personally because bad management can tank a company quickly. Varying customer demographics. Your customer base could have very different needs, and people using storage facilities may be experiencing stressful circumstances, death of a loved one, job relocation, etc. Dramatic interactions with tenants should be expected, and managers need to be able to keep their cool and still provide excellent customer service. Fluctuation of yearly occupancy rate. Most storage unit companies are encouraged to shoot for a 90% occupancy rate as a way to measure their annual income. But that number is not always easy to come by in this industry. Protecting items. It is hard to protect the items in each storage unit 100% of the time. A facility needs several different security features to keep personal or commercial property safe. Locks on the doors, security cameras, and other safeguards. Costly upgrades might be needed to sway customers to use the facility and help your business grow. Financing self-storage investments. Self-storage financing usually comes in the form of a commercial real estate loan that funds the purchase, renovation, or construction of self-storage units and commercial real estate buildings. These loans typically have repayment terms spanning 10 to 25 years. Lenders generally review a business's financial performance, the value of the real estate, the surrounding market, and the business owner's credit profile. Most lenders consider a self-storage loan to be a low-risk business loan. 
The typical qualification requirements for self-storage financing include time in business, at least two years, minimum credit score, 680, minimum down payment, 10%, debt service coverage ratio, DSCR, 1.25 times or greater, credit history, no recent foreclosures, bankruptcies, or tax liens. Those interested in purchasing an established self-storage business often seek a loan to cover the acquisition costs. Acquisition loans are needed when purchasing an existing self-storage facility. A lot of merger and acquisition activity in the self-storage industry is conducted by large investment companies and REITs. It's less common for independent storage facilities to buy others, but there are plenty of financing options to purchase an existing facility. The best option for prime borrowers is almost always going to be a conventional bank loan or a small business administration, SBA, loan. When it comes to self-storage investing, it is about knowing and moving with the market. The flexibility to do that is what makes self-storage such a profitable investment in the first place. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and don't worry, we've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.